from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. we got a great show in store for you folks. Uh, coming up at 7.15 today, Nicholas Will is going to be on, the Director of Liturgical Music, an organist lecturer at Mount St. Mary Seminary in Emmitsburg, Maryland. We're going to talk about the St. Gregory Institute for Sacred Music today and some of the trends that are happening in uh, Catholic sacred music. So uh, looking forward to talking to Nicholas Will. I think this is a really interesting topic. Um, what really constitutes sacred music in the life of the church. What do we mean by that? And uh, why is this so important? The church kind of really sticks its neck out here on this a lot. And uh, Nicholas Will is going to be here to kind of sift through all of that. So uh, Nicholas Will, 715 today. Bo Bonner uh, will be coming up, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. We're going to talk today about the uh, the three reasons every single one of us should drop everything we're doing, everything we're reading, and read Pope Francis's brand new encyclical. Now, I uh, I had told you a couple days ago um, the Pope did not consult me when he uh, wrote this, uh, seeing as how I have a very long list of reading material that I'm going through and trying to go through right now. Uh, and so I said, you know, I, I'm probably not going to be able to get to it right away, uh, but I'd like to get to it soon. Well, Bo says, no, you get to it right away. So Bo's got to come on this show at 745 today and convince me why in front of all of you. So we'll uh, we'll have Bo coming up at about 745. Have a little fun today uh, with Bo. And I'm going to really try to leave some good time for both. Um, but I am going to talk a little bit about today a sneaky sin that really kind of, I think every one of us can fall into at times, and that is the sin of gossip. Talk less, pray more. Laura Rickett says. We'll have that for you coming up in a little bit. Uh, Mark Amadeo, News and Sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwa, and your saint of the day that'll round out this Wednesday, Deacon Tony Valdez. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy, uh, what is it, Wednesday? Wednesday today. today. All right. Here we are. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Sun's getting uh, up later and later throughout the uh, days, John. 7.18 sunrise. So your show is in the dark the first 18 minutes. Yeah, it oh, wait a second. It, I already knew that. It doesn't, knew that. It doesn't make it easier uh, when that's the case. But um, nonetheless, these days are, are a little warmer right now, so I'll take it. Take the trade For on. now. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a little bit of the extended forecast. Uh, you may want to switch. You might want to get a heavier jacket. It's come mm. next week and out there Halloween time. I don't know what we're going to do for trick-or-treating i haven't they haven't decided yet but uh yeah enjoy the warm weather warm and dry we're seeing okay i i I am going to that this might be the last week to get around to golf in i hear possibly although i 
thought you switched sports and gave up on golf and uh, bike riding and went to pickleball. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to follow this. I'm trying to stay with in, in the realm of uh, all three, but um, you know, just kind of what's mm-hmm. working for me on that day. I see. Well, I knew it had a lot to do with recovery and yeah. uh, being sore, and yeah. I know you were overcoming the pickleball e- episode. I thought bike riding was your your niche. You didn't have yep. to worry about not winning a game in slow pitch softball. Uh, you know, <laughs> that, I thought bike riding was probably your niche. I, I'm I'm trying to stay there, uh, but yes, I've been I've been riding a little more lately. Kind of took that up during uh, COVID time in the last seven mm-hmm. months, and um, it's worked for me. I've had a lot of fun doing it. So, kind of plug in and and uh, tune out and go. Go for, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Now, uh, just a reminder, tomorrow, since Dowling plays uh, high school football on a Thursday night tomorrow night, mm. uh, we've got to start Prediction Friday one day early. Well, at least that segment. I'll, right. I'll leave that up to you how you want to handle it. No, no, we got to definitely predict Dowling Catholic here. I think uh, I'm not undefeated on the season uh, with uh, the loss that they had to, was it Johnston? <laughs> That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Now, is Johnston still pretty good, or have they kind of fallen by the wayside? They've lost a few games since they, uh, okay. they beat Dowling. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking up uh, some numbers here. Where where did I just see that at? Oh yeah, your your record on the year seven and six. Yeah, yeah. On the uh, 2020 prediction campaign, staying above <clears throat> 500. That's what I gotta I gotta do here this year. We know that can change in an instant. Yes, so, it can. Um, that's that's why I look forward to Mondays. Kind of recap all that. One bad weekend can uh, can send that one for a nosedive. <laughs> well, that was an Ofer weekend. That was pretty good. I. I Kind of relish that one. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So, all right. We still didn't get enough uh, bids to overcome uh, not having football Friday or prediction Friday on football Friday from you. Uh, we didn't get enough bids on the Iowa Catholic Radio uh, Carathon last week to well, overcome that. When I you've was got for a real big bid, when you've got my Cyclones playing out of their minds right now, the last couple weeks, I'm. Uh, it can't go away. We got to keep this thing going. <laughs> Well, they shouldn't have any problem this Saturday either, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's why right. you play the game. Well, let's get right to it. We've got beautiful weather and uh, warm and dry conditions, above average temperatures. We'll see that. Won't see any rain, but we're going to see a lot of uh, dry temperatures. Right now from the uh, WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell, uh, dry weather and uh, windy conditions we'll see. Mercy One Studio here in Des Moines. We have currently uh, mostly clear skies, 58 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour, and today we will see see mostly sunny and dry conditions once again a high of 81 degrees northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour tonight clear skies overnight low of 55 degrees and tomorrow yeah it's football thursday uh, mostly sunny and dry high of 80 degrees as dowling hosting fort dodge tomorrow night in high school football and on fr- on friday mostly sunny and breezy a high of 84 degrees weekend looking uh, mostly sunny and dry highs in the upper 70s with our extended forecast well in the news on this uh, wednesday morning well harvest is weeks ahead of schedule here in the state of iowa Iowa. Iowa farmers now have harvested more than half of the state's soybean crop and 25% of Iowa the Iowa corn crop. Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Mike Nag says the weather should be ideal for farmers with warm, dry conditions this month. He reminds farmers to be mindful of the risk of fire and continue to make safety a top priority. The USDA report uh, finds corn has reached 92% mature, almost three weeks ahead of the previous year and 10 days ahead of the five-year average. This is only the second time since 2000 that at least one quarter of the corn crop for grain uh, was harvested by October 
4th. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last night, high school volleyball, top 10 matchup over at Urbandale. And it was the number one Dowling volleyball team defeating ninth-ranked Urbandale 3-0. The Maroons improved their record to 15-2 and on the season. Last night in girls swimming, third-ranked Dowling defeating Marshalltown 127-59 at the Marshalltown Pool. Last night, game four of the NBA Finals. And the Los Angeles Lakers one more game away from uh, uh, be- being crowned the NBA champs as they defeated the Miami Heat 102-96. In a game played last night, Lakers lead that best-of-seven series three games to one. Game five is Friday night at 8 o'clock, televised on ABC. Well, yesterday, game two of the Major League Baseball's American League Division Series. Now, this is a best-of-five. The Houston Astros defeated Oakland 5-2. Astros lead that series two games to none. Game three is today at 2.30. And in the other American League game, Tampa Bay last night defeated the New York Yankees 7-5. That series now tied one game each. Game three is tonight at 6 o'clock as the series switches to New York. And uh, yesterday, the National League Division Series kicked off their series, best of five. Game one, Atlanta Braves defeated the Miami Marlins 9-5. Braves now lead that series one game to none, and game two is at 1 o'clock this afternoon in Atlanta. And the Dodgers last night defeated the San Diego Padres 5-1. to Dodgers lead that series one game to none. Game two is tonight in L.A., 8 o'clock first pitch, televised on Fox Sports 1. High school football tomorrow night right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, Thursday night football. Dowling hosting Fort Dodge. It'll be senior night for Dowling, and that'll the game will be played at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studio, in Des Moines. Currently, we have mostly clear skies, 58 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. And today, it'll be mostly sunny and dry, high of 81 degrees, northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident freeze. We start things off this morning, so pretty much business as usual. No major delays to pass along. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Nice shirt. Thanks. I like that. Well, this is the first time you've seen it? Yeah. It's the first it all time summer. I, have you really? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice polo. Of course, normally I have shorts on. Okay. Yeah. Well, not today. Anyway. No, I pulled the pants out. There you go. It's getting chilly. Uh, <laughs> gossip. Is this something uh, that you've fallen into, friends? I know it's something that I've done before. I think it's a sin that every one of us has uh, probably partaken in sometime in our life. I know the Holy Father has talked about gossip a lot over the course of his pontificate, uh, saying even that it, uh, you know, breaking the commandment, thou shalt not kill. He talks about killing one's reputation, trying to kill someone's um, 
uh, what did he say? I, I forgot the exact quote now, but the Holy Father has been very serious about this. Laura Ricketts put together just a great piece that uh, I just wanted to, to comment on quickly before we go to our next guest called Talk Less, Pray More, The Often Sneaky Sin of Gossip, Part 1 uh, of the two-part series that she put together. And here's a couple things just to think about this morning, friends. One from St. John Chrysostom when he says, quote, Let the mouth fast from foul words and unjust criticism. For what good is it if we abstain from birds and fishes, but bite and devour our brothers? That's a good one there. Who are our brothers and our sisters? Everyone. Yeah. St. Thomas Aquinas in the Summa says, quote, Rash judgment is what it is called when you assume, even a little bit, the worst of someone, particularly if the worst is a moral defect or, or fault. If you publicly dishonor someone, especially to their face, it is called reviling. And reviling is done with the intent of making someone look bad, discrediting them, or causing them public shame. Hmm. Do you assume the best in people? I think that's something that we should all think about. Are you assuming the best in someone in charity? Or are we just kind of writing people off left and right? And I think in today's day... It's easy to do. People that we know and people that we don't know. Just kind of write them off. Send them off out of our lives. We don't get to know them. Instead, we just want to think ill of them. But the truth, well, the truth is what we're after. Jesus is the truth. And so she says, pray more. When we find ourselves entering into that relationship with Jesus, as St. John Vianney counsels, if something uncharitable is said in your presence, either speak in favor of the absent or withdraw, or if possible, stop the conversation altogether. This is a sign that Jesus is your friend. So just something to think about this morning, something quick and easy um, to, uh, to talk about, but something a lot more difficult to be able to practice huh? in our daily life. Coming up right after this, Nicholas Will, Director of Liturgical Music and Lecture at Mount St. Mary Seminary in Emmitsburg. We're going to talk about the St. Gregory Institute for Sacred Music, but we're also going to kind of take a couple steps back and ask, what does it take for something to be sacred, for music to be sacred in the Catholic faith? So we'll have that for you uh, coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is a Wednesday. Thanks for being a part of the show today, October 7th. And thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, well, that always comes first. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years, Golden Rule. 100% satisfaction guarantee, and they're everywhere. I see their their, uh, vans all over the place. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. 
Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ. Iowa Catholic Radio is a safe place to go to get consistent Catholic teaching. With all the conflicting messages and chaos in our world, I can find the truth and where God fits into it all. It reminds me He is always there and will never abandon us. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com, through the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour, uh, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Going to talk about why you, yes, you should drop everything you are doing and everything you are reading and read the Holy Father's new encyclical. Now, I said that the Holy Father had not consulted me yet on uh, adding more reading material to my list. And uh, probably not going to get to it for a little bit. I will get to it here. Uh, but Bo, no, no, Bo's going to come on, and he is charged with the task of convincing me that it needs to happen now. So we'll have that for you coming up at about 7.45 today. We'll have some fun with Bo. All right, let's go to our next guest, Director of Liturgical Music, uh, lecturer at Mount St. Mary Seminary in Emmitsburg, Maryland, Nicholas Will. Hi, Nicholas. Hello, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for coming on. Now, you were, I see here, uh, you were director at uh, the St. Gregory Institute from 2000, 2000, no, I'm sorry, 2018 to 2020. You served as director of liturgical music at the Pontifical North American College. Uh, did you live in Rome then? That's right, yes. My uh, wife and children and I lived uh, on the campus of the seminary for two years. That's awesome. Uh, what's your, uh, any planning for the Holy Father? You get to meet him or anything? Uh, we didn't get to meet him. We did get to see him very, very close uh, at, at one of the um, uh, audiences. And if I had held my youngest child out a little bit further, she probably would have got a pat on the head. <laughs> we were that close. That's awesome. Uh, what is sacred music? Sure. Uh, sacred music, in a nutshell, is music that's set aside for worship for a specific purpose. You know, just like the vestments that the priest wears, uh, chalices and, and chaboria, things like that. The things that are, are set aside for worship. Now, can anything be sacred music if you're using it for worship? 
Uh, no, the church is pretty specific on, on uh, you know, what she views as appropriate and inappropriate. You know, we have music uh, such as Gregorian chant that was developed alongside the liturgy that is unequivocally sacred. Uh, the church does admit lots of other styles, but there are some criteria that need to be filled. What's uh, maybe one or two criteria that needs to be filled for that? <clears throat> sure. Um, the church is concerned that, you know, there aren't any... Uh, overt um, secular influences, uh, and the Church is also concerned that the, the text of the liturgy be uh, respected and, and not tinkered with. Those would be two of the most important. And also, she says very clearly that Gregorian chant uh, has these qualities to the highest degree, and the more that other types of music approach the, the, um, um, the savor, I think she says uh, in one of the documents of Gregorian chant, uh, the the better. Now, for those that have ne- maybe never heard Gregorian chant, uh, what is it? Sure. Uh, Gregorian chant is um, single-voiced music, so just one line of music um, that was developed really, you know, from the time of St. Gregory the Great in the 6th century up to uh, around the year, you know, 1000 or 1100. And it's often sung without organ or without any accompaniment, but it can be sung with accompaniment. Um, it's often in Latin, originally it was in Latin, but there are many people writing um, chant in, in English and Spanish and, and other languages as well. Uh, do you write uh, chant? I do sometimes, yeah. It, it, there are, you know, there's no official version of English chant, or for, for very few things there are official versions, and so um, if you want to sing chant in English, sometimes you just have to write it yourself. And so if you sing it a lot in Latin, you sort of you know, uh, know the style well, and, and you can sort of compose in that same style. Who or, or how did you get kind of uh, passionate about sacred music and, and really teaching this and uh, and writing it and, and singing it in the church? Sure. Uh, well, I'm, I fell in love with the organ first. Uh, I'm, I'm an organist, and then uh, as I was in college as an undergraduate, I discovered Gregorian chant, and uh, didn't really know much about it. I think like most people my age, I grew up um, in a liturgical environment in a parish where we didn't really sing chant at all, and found it very interesting and mysterious and beautiful, and uh, subsequently, you know, did some study, um, and more importantly, just sang it a lot, and uh, uh, really fell in love with it, and now I enjoy passing that knowledge and love on to uh, students and, and seminarians. And I believe you're the director of the St. Gregory Institute, is that correct? Yes. So uh, in addition to my work at Mount St. Mary's Seminary, I'm the uh, president and uh, founder and president of a nonprofit organization called the St. Gregory Institute of Sacred Music. And what do you do? Well, that organization is dedicated to the education of church musicians. Hmm. So uh, in a a nutshell, um, I found in my time uh, teaching at Franciscan University prior to Mount St. Mary's, uh, and in other you know uh, portions of my career, that there's a sort of hole in terms of education uh, in sacred music. We have a lot of organizations that do really great work uh, for short-term workshops, week-long workshops, day-long workshops, and then of course we have university and conservatory programs, bachelor's degrees, master's degrees. But there really wasn't anything in between, and so the St. Gregory Institute is founded essentially uh, as a vocational school for church musicians who can come for intensive study for a semester at a time or for a year at a time. Now, from what I'm looking at here, Nicholas, this is, uh, 
mean, this is a big endeavor. I mean, just your, your website alone, this thing looks like it's taken years to be able to produce. Uh, well, we've been lucky to be able to move fairly quickly with, wow. with all this. We, uh, I founded the organization in January of 2019 while I was in Rome. Um, we had our first events that summer. Uh, we had a, a, a three-day workshop in, in Gregorian chant and, and polyphony. And then uh, <clears throat> I come back from Rome this past spring. There were, I don't know if you heard, but there was a little bit of a virus mm-hmm. over there. So uh, everyone, uh, we had come back and... Um, we're back in the States for good now, and so this, this past fall, just a few weeks ago, we launched our first semester-long courses and our certificate in sacred music program. So we've been very blessed uh, to have uh, donors who've supported us um, with uh, financial means, and, and of course, uh, we're, we're grateful for everyone's prayers that have allowed us to do this. It's kind of a strange question. I don't know if you got an answer for it, but has COVID-19 affected sacred music? Very much so, right. Yeah, that's an excellent question. Um, in most Catholic parishes, we, most of the music that we sing is, is communal, you know, hymns and responses and things like that. Mm. And in many situations, that's no longer possible. Every, every diocese and archdiocese is different. Some places allow no singing by the congregation. Some places have no restrictions. But in most places, um, you know, you do have uh, some restrictions, either no congregation or no choir, and so this has actually been a good opportunity, and I, I've noticed this in a lot of um, live cast masses and you know uh, broadcast on Facebook and whatnot, where you might just have a single cantor singing um, rather than the whole congregation. And it's been a good opportunity to introduce the antiphons of the mass, what we call the propers, the the, the texts that change uh, day to day. There are assigned texts, assigned chants for the entrance, the operatory, and communion of every Mass that we often don't get to hear, because we often are singing hymns at that time, sure. which is not a bad thing. But this has been an opportunity, I think, to introduce people to the propers who might not normally um, experience them. Uh, now, if people want to uh, get involved in your nonprofit, St. Gregory Institute of Sacred Music, or take a class or a course, how do they do that? Sure. Um, I would encourage people to visit our website, stgregoryinstitute.org, and saint is spelled out, so S-A-I-N-T, gregoryinstitute.org. There you'll find information on our faculty. We have some of the best musicians in Pittsburgh on our faculty, best teachers, uh, and uh, you can find out what we do. Um, you can learn a little bit more about uh, what we might be offering in the future. Uh, and, of course, uh, we're on Facebook as well. And you're a nonprofit, so you can also donate, friends, if this is something you're that, really passionate that's about. That's right. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, and know that uh, if anyone is thinking about a worthy cause to donate to, because we're a small organization, all of our uh, donated funds go directly to making our, our education happen. Yeah, this is, uh, I think, a worthy cause here. SaintGregoryInstitute.org. Saint is all spelled out, SaintGregoryInstitute.org. Nicholas Will, keep up the great work, Nicholas. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right, that's Nicholas Will, everyone, director of the St. Gregory Institute for Sacred Music. Pretty cool. I, I, I just find it interesting, um, you know, sacred music, and uh, especially people that are um, kind of behind uh, I don't want to say behind the scenes on it, but um, you know, know a lot more than I do on it. And uh, Nicholas, with his resume here, boy, he's he's one of those that is in that category. Coming up, uh, Bo Bonner, second half hour. Why you and I should drop everything we're doing and read the next encyclical from uh, Pope Francis. 
He's going to be coming on. He's got to convince me that uh, it's not. It shouldn't be down the reading list because I've got a lot I'm trying to keep up with right now. And I've always, uh, I've always enjoyed uh, reading his Wednesday general audiences. I read all those uh, and his uh, homilies as well. This is a longer form. I mean, really, kind of like a, a mini book here. And uh, but Bo says, John, you got to get to it right now. No waiting a couple weeks or three weeks down the line. Right now, so uh, Bo's got to come on and convince me and you to do just that. John Lenetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a Wednesday. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thank you to, who's next? Uh, Blessman International. Yes, Doc, Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman, founding uh, Blessman International in 2001, serving their friends in Limpopo, South Africa, ever since. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show and what you do here for us at Iowa Catholic Radio. It's good partnering with you. BlessmanInternational.org. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. The Gospel of the Lord Once again, Jesus takes to prayer, and even though we can only imagine what it's about, what matters is that he sets an example for all of us. After salvation and eternal life, this prayer is probably the next greatest gift that our Lord offers us, as well as the most important prayer that we'll ever recite. It encompasses the most important aspects of Christian life, specifically recognition of our Heavenly Father and our relationship with Him, and petitions to do His will, including receiving His grace to be right with Him and to enjoy eternal life with Him. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, our number one rule is the Golden Rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And there's no better time than now to be living it. This year has been one for the record books, and the hits just keep on coming. So at Golden Rule, we are doing what we can to help out yet again. Introducing our Golden Age Buyback Program. As your HVAC system reached the golden years of life, we will give you up to $1,500 to have it replaced. Everyone deserves the Golden Rule, and this is one way Golden Rule gives back to you. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lenetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Bo Bonner coming up here soon while you and I should drop everything right now. All reading materials, everything, and read the Pope's new encyclical that just came out a few days ago. Uh, I will be reading it, but uh, I I said it's going to probably take a couple, three weeks before I'm able to get to it. Bo says, nope, it's not good enough. It needs to happen now. So he's coming on to give us the three reasons why why that moves to the top of the reading list. We'll have some fun with Bo today. 
All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, that's all for our day. To Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello. Happy Wednesday, my friend. You as well. Last time I talked to you, we didn't have the sun up. Now the sunrise is happening. It looks glorious out. There it is. We're going to have a nice rest of the week. That's right. I like your little mantra there, uh, John. You talked about in the first half hour of the show. Talk less, pray more. That's it. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to keep to that today, especially <laughs> with my little transition with you to uh, news, weather, and sport. I'm yeah. going to try to keep to that. That's a good thing to remember. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now. You probably noticed out there driving that if you're on an east-west highway, that sun is right on your sight line. So, folks, be mindful of that. I know we've been kind of fighting that the last few weeks. But today, even more, we're going to have those sunny skies. So, uh, John, that includes you when you're out biking around or playing pickleball. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be I'll be careful. Wear that hat. Wear the hat. And, you know, I'm, I'm always curious uh, when you uh, pick a side for pickleball yeah let, let the opponent be looking in the sun and you'll you'll take the shade i, I kind of figured that's kind of part of your game plan i yes that's kind of my that's kind of my thing you know i have mm-hmm. to wear a hat or sunscreen on top of my head because i'm bald mm-hmm. and uh that's just uh you know not a not a good thing when you get burnt yeah had, had reports about reflection yeah. uh you know glare that's that's come about too <laughs> in some of your matches so all right well, we'll get right to it i know you got both coming up and i can't wait to hear that segment as i drive into work that'll be awesome there we go all right maybe even joe from sioux city might text a question for the, the infamous bow well you can that? always text it. it's just a matter of if i read it but it, it's, it's been blocked every time it, i mean every time joe has told me it's, it's blocked so anyway <laughs> All right, right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have mostly clear skies and 58 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. And, yes, get those sunglasses out. That sun is right on that uh, east-west sight line. So if you're driving in from the west to east, you'll see the sun right in your eyes. So And it'll be the, the case today, mostly sunny, dry conditions here in central Iowa continue, high of 81 degrees. Uh, northeast wind, 5 to 10 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, clear skies, overnight low of 55 degrees. And tomorrow, yes, tomorrow is football Thursday for Dowling Catholic, their senior night. Uh, high, high of uh, 80 degrees with mostly sunny skies. And on Friday, uh, mostly sunny and breezy. High of 84 degrees. That'll be our warmest day of the week. The weekend not looking too bad. Mostly sunny. Clouds move in uh, on, on Sunday, but mostly sunny on Saturday. Highs in the upper 70s both days. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, Harvest is weeks ahead of schedule here in the state of Iowa. Iowa farmers have now harvested more than half of the state's soybean crop and 25% of the Iowa corn crop. Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Mike Nag says the weather should be ideal for farmers with warm dry conditions this month. He reminds farmers to be mindful of the risk of fire and continue to make safety a top priority. The USDA report finds corn has reached 92% mature almost three weeks ahead of the previous year and 10 days ahead of the five-year average. This is only the second time since 2000 that at least one quarter of the corn for grain crop was harvested by October 4th. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, high school volleyball, top 10 matchup over at Urbandale, and it was number one Dowling defeating ninth-ranked Urbandale 3-0. Uh, Maroons improved their record to 15-2 and on the volleyball season. 
season. Last night, girls swimming, third-ranked Dowling on the road at Marshalltown, and Dowling defeating Marshalltown 127-59 to at the uh, Marshalltown pool. Last night, it was game four of the NBA Finals, and the Lakers one game away from clinching it all as L.A. defeated the Miami Heat 102-96. Lakers lead that best to seven series, three games to one. Game five is Friday night, 8 o'clock. Yesterday, game two of the American League Division Series as Major League Baseball uh, is into their postseason. This is the best of five series, and Houston now with two games and none lead over Oakland. Houston defeated Oakland yesterday 5-2. to two. Game three is today in Houston at 2.30. And in Tampa Bay last night, Tampa Bay defeated the New York Yankees 7-5. to five. That series now tied at one game each. Game three is tonight in New York, and that'll be uh, first pitch at 6 o'clock. Both the Houston-Oakland and Tampa Bay-New York games will be televised on TBS. Uh, yesterday was game one of the National League Division Series, a best of five. Braves defeated the Miami Marlins 9-5. to five. Braves lead that series one game to none. Game two is 1 o'clock this afternoon on the Major League Baseball Network. And last night, the Dodgers defeated San Diego 5-1. to one. Uh, Dodgers lead that best of five series one game to none. Game two is tonight at 8 o'clock. That will be televised on Fox Sports 1. High school football tomorrow night right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thursday night high school football. Fort Dodge comes to town, takes on Dowling Catholic. Uh, pre-game 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock from Valley Stadium will be on the air, and it'll be senior night. They'll be recognized. The Dowling seniors, I believe there's 31 football players, and their support staff will all be recognized before the game from Valley Stadium. So tune in here on Iowa Catholic Radio, a second-ranked Dowling hosting Fort Dodge. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 58 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. Today we'll see mostly sunny and dry conditions here throughout central Iowa, high of 81 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free and no major delays. So again, another uh, morning business as usual. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today we remember that we are given powerful weapons against evil and temptation. Today we celebrate Our Lady of the Rosary. This feast was extended to the Universal Church as a result of a military victory that saved the Papal States and was attributed to a request that the faithful pray the Rosary. The Rosary itself is an older devotional tool. Soon after Jesus' death, a practice of praying 150 Our Fathers, modeled after the 150 Psalms, developed. This was followed closely by a devotion of praying 150 Hail Marys. While the story that Mary gave the rosary to St. Dominic is most certainly legend, the Church owes much of its use of the rosary to the Dominicans, who popularized the practice. The purpose of the rosary is to help us meditate on the great mysteries of our salvation. Pius XII called it a compendium of the gospel. The main focus is on Jesus, his birth, life, death, and resurrection. The Holy Fathers down the line remind us that Jesus' father is the initiator of salvation. 
the Hail Marys remind us, uh, to join with Mary in contemplating these mysteries. They also make us aware that Mary was and is intimately joined with her son in all the mysteries of the earthly and heavenly existence. The Glory Bees remind us that the purpose of all life is the glory of the Trinity. We ask today, Our Lady of the Rosary, Mother Mary, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day, experienced in wills and estate planning. We're talking about our families here, 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. All right, I left plenty of time for Bo. He's not going to be able to yell at me this time about this because he is going to be coming on to talk all about why you and I should drop everything we're reading right now and read Fratelli Tutti, the new encyclical from Pope Francis. We'll have that for you right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee, Nighty in the Morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Dean Bell, a friend of mine, for underwriting the show. 963-4494, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, just an incredible guy. Guy that comes to your home, job in person, to give the bid and stays with the team to make sure that it is all completed and completed to perfection. And he's making sure that everything's cleaned up perfectly, like they weren't even there. Residential re-roofs, 963-4494. That's 963-4494. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, October 7th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Join Bishop Johnson and priests and bishops from around the country in praying the Rosary today, this feast day of Our Lady of the Rosary. They'll be praying for our country. This video event will take place at 2 p.m. this afternoon on the USCCB website. You can watch for Bishop Johnson praying one of the Our Fathers. Again, join us this afternoon at 2 p.m. at usccb.org. Election Day is less than four weeks away, and the bishops of Iowa and the Iowa Catholic Conference are offering resources to consider and pray before you vote. Visit dmdiocese.org and you'll see the link to voting discernment. You'll find things to consider as part of being a faithful citizen, as well as suggestions on having civilized dialogue with others about the election. Iowans for Life is pulling out the wow factor for this year's annual banquet. We think we can all agree 2020 has been a rough year, and that's why Iowans for Life would like to wow you with a great meal, Christmas decor, entertainment, and fun in their effort to protect the unborn. This year's Pro-Life Christmas Gala will be held Saturday, November 21st at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines, with Bishop William Johnson as a guest. To learn more and purchase tickets, visit iowansforlife.org. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Hi, I'm Deacon Mike Mano. And I'm Gina Knoll. Faith on Trial examines the influence of law and society on people of faith. Follow the Faith on Trial Facebook page for upcoming guests and issues. Join us every Thursday at 10 for Faith on Trial. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. 
At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, our number one rule is the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And there's no better time than now to be living it. This year has been one for the record books, and the hits just keep on coming. So at Golden Rule, we are doing what we can to help out yet again. Introducing our Golden Age Buyback Program. As your HVAC system reached the golden years of life, we will give you up to $1,500 to have it replaced. Everyone deserves the Golden Rule, and this is one way Golden Rule gives back to you. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, also for underwriting the show. Five Sons Naturescapes dot com a family with a wide range of high quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls. <sighs> Window wells and more. 493-1060-5sunsnaturescapes.com. Let's go to our next guest of the day, our Wednesday segment with Bo Bonner. Good morning, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. The Holy Father did not consult with me on adding new reading material to my list. And uh, I'll tell you, this is this is something you say we should drop everything we're reading and read it now. And you've got three reasons for that. Let's just get into it. What's reason number one? Well, um, one of them is, you know, that one of the, I would almost say criticisms, although that's not the right word, but one question people ask is, why does Pope Francis make his encyclicals so long? So yeah, that's my like question. Out of, out of the gate, it sounds like I'm trying to dissuade you. But in many ways, what the Pope does, and this sort of follows what um, I think he thinks is Jesuit spirituality that he tries to embody as Pope, is his encyclicals in many ways are compendiums yeah. of other teachings that he's doing. So if you're interested in what is the Pope actually thinking about the sort of topics of the day or at hand, but you don't want to go all over the Internet to find all these various places in which he's like, gave a sermon, talked on a plane, well, here you actually have a sort of magisterial document that is a compendium of the various things that he's been saying he quotes himself a lot, and I think some people have thought, like, oh, well, go quote other people, buddy. But when you realize that what he's doing is making a compendium of what he's been preaching on occasion, this explains things like the length, or maybe that it's not, uh, that it's more occasional, as it were, there's eight sections of this encyclical that deal with different topics, and that there's themes that broadly underline it. But the reason you should read it is if you want to know what the Holy Father is thinking, he writes encyclical letters like compendiums. And so instead of reading all over the place, go to the one-stop shop that is this encyclical. What's the magisterial weight of a encyclical? Well, I mean, you, you can get into... Uh, the, you can try to be very precise about this. In one way, all an encyclical is, is a letter the Pope has found worthy to be cyclical, right, to, to uh, circulate. And there's a big difference, right, between when popes used to do more frequently, they still can now make papal bulls, which, uh, not like the animal, of course, but like legal decrees. These are teaching decrees. And so you already have to start to make the difference, right, between if you're going to follow a law, it has to be dictated as a law. But if the pope finds that this letter he writes on certain occasions, this one he literally signed in the town of Assisi, thinking of uh, St. Francis, that when he's saying that this, worthy is letter, this letter is worthy of circulation, he believes that it contains teaching that, if not 
at the level of sort of like extra magisterial law is worthy to be considered by anyone in the Catholic world that can read and take to heart the directions that he's saying. So the magisterial authority, it's not a law itself, uh, because it's not like a papal bull, like I said, but it's teaching that all of us are supposed to take to heart and with obedience consider what the Holy Father is saying when he talks about the specific things he's talking about. Number two, why we should read, drop all of our reading material, move it aside at least, and read this encyclical, new encyclical by the Holy Father right now. So another thing is that it might be uh, still jarring to believe that 2020 is not over, and (laughs) as we set with literally a hurricane in the Gulf named Delta, because we've ran out of names, uh, 2020 can be something that lays heavy on our hearts and our minds, and I think especially, I'll give you a sort of shortened version of the readings you can do, John, if people only want to read the beginning and the end, so book one, or chapter one and chapter eight of this encyclical, I think Pope, the Pope Francis does a very good job of pointing out what is so distressing about our times, the difficulties we're facing, why it seems like everything is sort of up in the air. And then with eight, the last chapter, he tries to talk about practically what we can do to try to help bring about this fraternity that he's having, this fraternal love, that if we don't have it, we can't have a society. And I think books one and eight uh, both diagnose the problem really well and then give us specific ideas about what we can do in our own lives. What do you say to people who say they think we're in the end times? Well, I mean, we are ever since Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. We are in the last age. But what I always remind people when they think it's obvious that things are about to end, we're told that Jesus will come again like a thief in the night, uh, and that people who expect and say that it's obvious that things are coming uh, usually misunderstand that there's wars and rumors of wars that are going to be coming before the end of time. Um, but the idea of there's going to be these obvious signs so you can, like, mess around in your life until these signs show up, and now you can be serious, uh, miss the point that literally any of us can have our own apocalypse, John, and die any day. So the end times for you or me can be in a matter of minutes, and so we need to live accordingly and not worry about the, the whole end of the world, because the end of our world without grace is our pressing concern. Yeah, I mean, my response is you and every other Christian in salvation history, you know, thought this, right? I mean, St. Paul and uh, and in the early uh, the early church thought that I mean, this is right around the corner, fellas, uh, shape up. Right, and it's right around the corner for all of us yeah. individually. Uh and so I mean, I think that we are living in the age that is the culmination of God's will uh through Jesus Christ. So things can never be the same. Um, But I think, you know, the the worry is... uh, So preaching-wise, you want to talk about the nearness of the end of the world so that people stop thinking that their home is here, and instead, of course, their home is in heaven, and they should think that way. But there's people who begin to use that, John, as a way to deflect what they should be doing now. Oh, if it's the end of the world, right, it kind of gets me off the hook. No, whether it's the end of the world or just an ordinary Wednesday... You have been asked to call to this new life of holiness and grace. And number three, why every Christian uh, should read the Holy Father's new encyclical, Fratelli Tutti, right now. Because there's something for everyone to really wrestle with and probably not like. And I think about this in terms of coming up on 
like the election season, for instance. I'm not acting like this document has like obvious ways you should now vote because you've read this. What instead I'll say is that the Holy Father, you know, I made the point about reading bookends, chapter 1 and 8. In 2 through 7, there's something for everyone to chew on across the ideological spectrum, across uh, AIDS groups, for instance. Um, very famously, already people are sort of talking about things like what he says about the death penalty yeah. um, or war. I think people are overblowing its incontinence, uh, incontinence, uh, excuse me, John, with tradition, although he has very bold things to say about how he thinks those things stand in the modern world. So maybe that's like older people or conservatives, supposedly. But the things that he says about digital communication, and especially things like social media, uh, they really cut to the core of a lot of what, what a lot of young people are doing, and even the sort of like kind of hopes that people like I would say on the left would have about um, us sort of fishing our way out of our problems through technical solutions or through scientific innovation. He has a lot to, to push the brakes on that idea as well. The, the middle part of this encyclical has something to challenge everyone. And the way, of course, the, this Pope operates may be different than others, is he doesn't always say that these are the obvious solutions that X happens, so therefore Y, but he presents these challenges to why it is that the world seems so lacking in fraternal love and he has something for all of us to chew on. And I'm telling you, before we go into the election year, before we go into uh, the end of this year, before we, we deal with a lot of things coming up, it would do all of us good to obediently go chew on something that, uh, that pushes us beyond what we think is comfortable, the comfortable Catholicism that we uh, in, you know, want to live in that box every day. And the Pope pushes all of us, depending on which section speaks to you in this regard. What was your biggest takeaway in reading it? Well, you know, the biggest takeaway that I have is when <laughs> people have an idea about how Popes operate, and I suppose it's easy to fall back into this, right? That they, they, They're either this type of Pope or they're that sort of Pope, or that when they release documents that are going to solve problems, like they're going to say, oh, you guys all had these questions? Well, here it is, X, you're welcome. The Pope signed off on it. Instead, what I think he's done a good job of is ever since that day uh, that he had the blessing of the world on Rome, you know, during the middle of the beginning, the middle of the beginning of the crisis, John, of the pandemic, yeah. and what he talks about being in the same boat, you know, that's a platitude that a lot of us can say. We're, this is our common home. We're all in the same boat. We're in this together. Uh, but he's really, I think, talks about how if we're not in this together, the boat sinks. Um, you know, we hear, we've heard this a lot during the pandemic, that we're in this together. And a lot of what has happened since is people go, well, we're really not. We have very different lives. Uh, some people have had catastrophic uh, lives ever since the pandemic started. Some people have lived as if nothing has changed. So when we say we're all in this together, at first that all sounded like this big sort of cushy, like, kumbaya, we all love each other. But the Pope is pressing this to say, if we can't say that, if we can't genuinely say, I am on this boat with my brothers and sisters, then we sink. That, to me, is the takeaway from this that really um, I think he spells out in the encyclical. This is good stuff, man. What do we got coming up on your show? 
So we're talking about the encyclical, right? The fourth reason you should go read this is you have about an hour or so before Bud and I talk about it on The Uncommon Good. <laughs> and so uh, that would be a reason to literally stop everything and go read it now. Well, it, it'll be a good show today, 10 o'clock this morning, friends. And uh, if you miss it, all of The Uncommon Goods are podcasted out there. You kind of binge listen to those at uh, whenever your time sees fit. Bo Bonner, talk to you soon, brother. God bless, John. Thank you. All right. There you have it, folks. Good stuff this morning. Told you I left him some extra time, and he filled it. Love it. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father come down upon all of us, protect us from evil, and bring us all to his everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that puts this show in the books. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. This worn and weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.